You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's 24 Live Another Day After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's 24 Live Another Day After Show. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it! Awesome. We had to start off on the right note this week. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our second show for AfterBuzz 24 Live Another Day. How you doing? My name is Nando Velasquez. I am joined directly to my left by Mr. Jeff Masters. Yo, yo, yo. I'm Jeff. Remasters. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Thank you. And just doing the little scratching noises is Danny Hoyt. Hi, I'm Danny Hoyt. I'm yeah. scratching. Many and noises. And he's scratching. And with the scratchy voice, we got oh. Roxy Stryer. Good to be here. Hi, guys. I just came up with that one. <laughs> it's okay. Nando, so. how are you? I'm doing great. I am lo- I am really question. happy after this episode, to be honest with you, because I just... I, I did not realize how excited I was to see 24 come back even after a week. And with all of the shows I do here at AfterBuzz, I was really looking forward to this one the most. Oh, I like to hear it. It's, it's mainly because of us, isn't it? It's because of you, and I think the fans seem to agree. We've done, done a really good job so far, at least, well, I won't say we've done a good job, because we've been rating pretty high on okay, iTunes. Okay, let's not jinx it. So. I think what he meant to say was, thank you guys so much. You've been such amazing fans yeah. that we got oh, really? to number yeah. one on iTunes this week um, for After Buzz, which yeah. is incredible. You guys kicked butt, so thank you. Yeah, you guys are awesome. And it was number three for all of TV podcasts. Number two. Number two. Number two. NPR beating us out so I uh, think, and I think we can take that I think we can take that NPR's pretty educated very yeah very but other real thank you guys for uh, for tuning in and a lot of you guys tweeted us and commented and yeah. feedback and we love it thank anyway you. let's do the thing let's do this thing let's let's get on with that we'll talk a little about <laughs> iTunes later but let's start off uh, let's start off right where uh, the last week left off which was Jack was hunting uh, Derek Yates and we got to see a very nasty, nasty uh, murder <laughs> oh, by his man. Russian, his Russian prostitute. I had a uh, dream friend. about that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we won't go there. Were you, were but... you stabbing with the scissors? Or I was you being... stabbed. Oh, you were stabbed. I won't say who stabbed me. Okay. Oh. Pretty creepy. But anyway, so Simone, who ends up being instead of being this hot Russian uh, blonde chick, ends up being this hot, uh, equally hot redheaded chick. <laughs> With beautiful eyes, might I add. Oh my god, gorgeous, gorgeous uh, eyes. I can't, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I'm not saying they're not beautiful eyes. I just can't read her. There's so many, like, shots of just her looking away but with, like, a I'm just getting lost. I'm getting lost in her eyes. I can read I her just, beauty. If her, uh, mouth, like, her mouth is shut, she's but gorgeous. I can't tell, like, what she's thinking. I, oh. I think that's the whole point of yeah. her, though. We're, we're supposed to be taken by the mystery of it all. Yeah, she's absolutely beautiful. Uh, creepy. Definitely creepy. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes that turns guys on. Equally as creepy as her mom. No, uh, no, no. Margo or Simone? Who's creepier? Oh, Jeff, Margo. Margo. Um, ten times. Well, we'll get into Margo a little bit later because, yeah, there was a little creepy moment that Margo had uh, toward the end of that, uh, end of this episode. But Simone, I don't know. I don't know if she's really that creepy other than the fact that she stabs people in urinals. Uh, and herself. She, and herself. Well, that oh, was really, geez. really inventive. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> 
and, un- and slightly unnecessary. We'll get there. We'll get right. there. Okay. But anyway, so Jack hunts down uh, hunts down Simone and Derek Yates, looking for Derek Yates over at the Vauxhall uh, Griffin Inn, and uh, figures out they're in the bathroom, sees the pints, sees the uh, sees the clothes on the side, and I guess he recognizes them to Derek, goes in there, spots Derek uh, dead. And luckily for him, he's easy to spot. He's easy to spot. Just the only guy lying (laughs) down there in a public bathroom, completely dead, and (laughs) with a hole in the side of his head. Yeah, that we know of. You never know. You didn't check the stalls for the rest of the dead men. Check the stalls. He checked the un stall, the lone stall. It was a joke, guys. Give it to me. Uh, (laughs) You have not been in that many men's restrooms, apparently. Uh, (laughs) That's a good thing. (laughs) That's a good thing, actually. I pride myself. We got a little Moving chuckle on. from Roya back there. Yes, from our producer Roya. Anyway, <laughs> so Jack, uh, so Jack pretty much is on the hunt now for Simone. He figures out that uh, Simone had a wig. He spots it outside, and he follow. They follow her over to the uh, train station to the metro. And in typical Jack Bauer fashion with Chloe, they figure out where the next stop is for the uh, for the train. It's four minutes away at Waterloo, and Jack's like, "Get there in three. So uh, Jack races over there. Uh, classic, mo- classic move going into the uh, subway, typical 24 style, ends up getting into the car as the doors close, spots Simone, and unfortunately Simone spots him. And I've seen, we've seen this before, but I really did like this take. It, it really showed more desperation that she actually cuts herself because usually the girl you've seen it in other shows I've seen it recently I think in uh, in Blacklist or follow, in Following actually uh, where the where a guy's going after a girl and the girl screams oh my god he's assaulting me or oh right. my god I'm you know this poor innocent girl uh, but this time she actually just cuts herself and goes the extra mile and puts bloodies her face with unnecessary her own in my opinion you don't need to do you don't need to do that. You don't think so? No, she could have screamed rape or screamed something else. Or this guy's after me. She could have done the exact same scenario without the blood on her face, and I think the same thing would have happened. Like she could have pointed and been like, "Oh my god, that guy just assaulted me or sexually assaulted me or whatever yeah. on the train," and the same guys would have had the same reaction. I don't think the blood was necessary. I agree partially. I think a couple of things were confusing here. Number one, later on when she's talking to Margot, mm-hmm. she says that she didn't know who this American man was, but to me it seemed like she recognized Jack. She did, right away. She uh, recognized him from when he got into uh, the complex, into Basher's place, and just, they were on the run. But it seems to me like, you know, she would have been able to say that to Margot then. Uh, yeah. This is where he got well, me she, from. I don't think she wanted to tip off that she was a little bit careless. Careless, You know absolutely. what I mean? And even little things, like she was careless. She left her wig on the top of the dumpster. Mm-hmm. If you're going to hide a wig everybody knows you had your wig on the bottom of the dumpster underneath some trash well, of course when you're in a rush I you put when it on you're the top. in a rush you can you can get away <laughs> i'm with joking that. but i do want to backtrack on something that we skipped over that i noticed uh yeah. and i don't know if you guys picked up on this but it was so cool to see how quickly jack and chloe meshed again yeah. when it was go time when it was time to make something yeah. happen to find somebody to make a move when time was of the essence absolutely they clicked on all so they were firing on all so i loved it just had a very uh it was very familiar it was very familiar that's a great word for it it was yeah. he jumped in the car i mean they were like they were communicating they were spot on the only thing that was weird for me and it's gonna sound really stupid right. the only thing that was weird was when i noticed in the car that chloe was on the wrong side driving that and <laughs> the other thing i noticed is she's holding a cell phone to her ear and jack has a comm unit like they, there was a couple little gaps where i feel like why why is that wrong? Because Chloe should have one in her ear, too, so she has both hands free to type. Oh, I see. Mm. It was a little I, dated for what they're oh, doing. I don't know if it's dated, though, because this is like DIY Chloe. She doesn't have like the massive budget and, and technology. She just true, got but she's got Adrian Cross. That's yeah. true. Who has like a bunker full of everything. So you think maybe she would. But Jack, being a field agent, being used to being a field agent, is probably more prepared for going on the true. fly. 
What's in Jack's bag of goodies that we see him drop later, by the way? What those, do you, I don't th- know. Those were documents that I guess he, that was his part of his ruse to get into the embassy. He was delivering documents. Oh. Well, I, okay, we can talk about we that. We can talk about but that. But he used to, to keep it. guns in there. Well, well he, we know that he doesn't have a gun to keep in there, though. Otherwise, we can get so. into that, but he's going into the U.S. embassy because, uh, you know, he's trying to get to President Heller. So I don't think bringing guns, not with his security clearance, right. I don't think, I think bringing guns would have flagged him down. That's why he did what he did. Right. Mm-hmm. Had he had guns, then yeah. he wouldn't have been able to. But, but we'll get, yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there toward the end. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's uh, move on. So anyway, so, uh, so Jack, uh, so here's the thing I want to say. I want to say that what Simone did, I thought was great because it's 24 and Everything is heightened in 24. So the stakes have got to be higher. So I actually have no problem. I, I applaud uh, the writers for coming up with this idea. I applaud the whole thing about her actually about the blood cutting, on her face. cutting her leg. Yeah, cutting her leg to put blood on her face. Because the stakes are high. She's got these this information to, to set off drones that will cause an international incident. And yeah. she obviously feels mm-hmm. like... She's willing to do anything, uh, even cut herself. Well, and it gives us as a viewer a look into how, like, into her mindset as as her character. It gives us an idea of how far she's willing to go. Yeah. Uh, And maybe she wouldn't be, but she knows how important it is to Margot, and maybe she's following, you know, this controlling Margot. Mm -hmm. Um, So it gives us an idea of really, like, how serious it is on their end. Right. The stakes are high. You cannot mess up. You cannot get caught. This is what she's willing to do. That's definitely what they're trying to prove. But I still think, you know, maybe a little poke to your finger, and you could have you're afraid of needles aren't you just a little poke like the no. little like no. the yeah. 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 for everyone's sake just so you guys know was screaming <laughs> oh. at any sight of blood oh, or I thought that was me no, no. screaming was you did a high kick it I was a high sense. kick scream and then a sorry 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 <laughs> Oh yeah, you got to okay. up. Well, the writers wrote that in because they wouldn't give like, the audience a visceral reaction. Yeah, and I definitely felt you that. reacted very viscerally. <laughs> you were you what they were going for. for yeah, sure. I don't like watching people cut other people, and I don't like watching people more than that cut themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I could cut anybody well, when you, you want. When but you I put it like myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I just thought that you know if I was going to pull the move she did, I would have poked myself. I would not have gashed open my entire leg. I'll be honest. I I'm not as squeamish as you, but I'm squeamish enough that I don't know if I would cut myself to do that. But again, I think uh, it really shows something for the character the willing to do whatever it takes. But I mean, were you carrying secrets that have access to drones? I'm not doing wanna... that either. Maybe if I was, you never know. Maybe if I was, yeah. I would be. But anyway, good on Simone. She gets away. She sneaks some some construction worker down mm-hmm. there, some maintenance worker, not paying attention. She just walks right yeah. around him, goes underneath this uh, mate, inside this maintenance tunnel and uh, totally out of sight. Uh, Jack's on the hunt for him. Chloe's looking at every exit, either through her laptop or through her, right. you know, just visually looking. And then she spots what looks like a, a, a very familiar character. It looks a lot like her husband Morris from uh, that we know from 24 from, I Gosh. believe, season 8. And uh, holding, uh, well, with a little child and uh, somebody else with them. But I think Chloe's focused really on the man and the kid. And she zones out. And that moment for us, because we didn't know exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. And in fact... Uh, we were talking just before that. We even paused it. Wait, hold on. Catch us up. Where? where what's the status well, of Morris? Well, I even said, I said that guy looked like Morris. Yeah. yeah. And then we come to find out, you know, what happens. But it was just that moment for us of kind of wondering. We were kind of feeling with her like, wait, 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 wait. That's a kid. Yeah, yeah. wait. 
where's Chloe's kid? Where's Morris? And Absolutely. it was kind of like everything all built up. Yeah. I think it's great that they reminded us of Morris this mm-hmm. way because otherwise, yeah. had we had the conversation with Jack prior to this and then we saw it, it wouldn't have been as moving. But we were feeling it along with her because yep. we were wondering, oh, who is that and what's going on? I so like I, the way they pulled it Absolutely. In. Mm-hmm. Also, Chloe made such a massive jump from being like this CIA operative, like in control to this Edward Snowden type character. And so I like, once we found that out about her backstory, like, yeah, that makes so much more sense. Yeah. It's well, it's a, a radical it does. That's true. It it's helps amazing under- understand. Because, well, you know, we, we called her like the Edward Snowden, but really Adrian Cross is the Edward Snowden. I guess she's, she's yeah. more part of the WikiLeaks, uh, thing that we didn't make clear last They're week. Like but... the Mary Band of like Silicon Valley rejects. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it definitely, <laughs> it definitely gives us some more sympathy for Chloe. I mean, it's so funny when you think about Chloe from, from when she first started at 24 and she was just annoying, you know, uptight, quirky, quirky character. Yeah. And, uh, Hearing this backstory about uh, about her husband Morris picking up her son at soccer practice and then uh, some massive hit and Ugh. run was such a touching story. And, and the, the biggest part yeah, was... Yeah, absolutely. The craziest part is that she felt like it was supposed to be for her because mm-hmm. she's usually the one who drove her son to soccer practice. And the reason that she thinks that they're after her is because she knows what happened that day that we saw day eight yeah. and yeah. how Jack escaped and, and the events that took place that day. And I really felt for Jack in that moment because... I, I obviously I felt for Chloe too, but yeah. there's nothing he really could have done to protect right. her, and so, she never was going to rat him out. If it was somebody coming after her, would that have been the Russians? That probably would have been the Russians because they seem to be the ones that that mm-hmm. want Jack Bauer the most right now. Although I really call I call a little shenanigans on that because I think if they wanted her dead, they would have probably found other ways to kill her off. Yes, no, but I, I think more of the reason of that, and this can we can talk about this more in predictions later, was to give us foreshadowing of somebody that might come after Chloe right. earlier, oh, or yeah. another you know another arc mm-hmm. story for later in the That's season. Possible. We needed it, to give her motivation, and we needed to, yep. like you're saying, foreshadow the rest of the. And season. It, it does help, and Jeff, you touched on this. It does help for me understand why Chloe went into such a dark place in her life. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it helps us understand because we see her like this, and she I think I wonder. Very heavy goth look. You mm-hmm. can tell she's got a heavier persona uh, she speaks even darker and all I mean she always kind of had a little bit of like a confused eyebrow but it's <laughs> constant confused eyebrow from Chloe now but she, so she's, seen, she's got like a really yeah. heavy you know, she seems thing. a lot more weathered burden and yeah, we even weathered. said last week last week we were like noticing she's even bit more muscular yeah. like definitely more intense maybe she's training for when the Russians come well also and, sorry, just to clarify yeah. so she says because I know what happened to you the day you disappeared yeah. I know what happened the day you the disappeared day you, and just to clarify what happened, that's that she they let Jack walk away. Right. Is so that correct? So basically the president and Jack both had all of these secrets and they both were going to have to pay for them. And the president said, Jack, go ahead, start running because we're going to come after you. And I'm yeah, going to give you a head start. But she gave him a head start. So yeah. I don't and know whether it's Chloe the Russians knows. or the Americans because Chloe was the only one on the phone call other than the president. Yeah, you know, sure. So they have him on the big screen at CTU wow. and he's saying goodbye to Chloe. So everybody knew knew that she knew what was going on there. It oh, could be. So it, it, it's still unclear who would be targeting her. It could be the Russians, could be other Americans, could be people trying to protect, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and that's interests. the thing about the storyline is that the truck, it really could have just been a hit and run. That's what I think it was because I feel like she was just blaming herself and saying that it possibly could have been for mm-hmm. her. No, no, I don't think so. Especially really? because of the dark, the hour, the fact that there was only yep. one witness, that it's too convenient, I think, for it to have just been a hit yep. and run. I definitely think We can bad. talk about it more in predictions, but I'm 100% with Roxy on this. I think it's a, it's a foreshadowing for a storyline okay. there. But, but this I, moment, after she talks about this, I want to talk about this yeah. moment with, with her and Jack. Jack goes straight up into caring mode. Like, he, you forget he's yeah. Jack Bauer for a second. Hugs her. Mm. Yeah, you were like, oh, my gosh. And then he says something. 
And I want to. I want to read wrote this a quote. I wrote yeah. it down too. So you yeah, can't bring back the ones you lost. Hmm. You, I'm gonna start. Over. You can't bring back the ones you lost. Trust me. But you can honor their lives by helping others. It's the only way forward. I want to like write that and put it on my wall. Uh, yeah, That's so it. good. Yeah. So good. It's beautiful. It's beautifully done. And yes, uh, we rewound. I'm gonna yeah, we rewound to, to write it down. Hmm? And even the way, even the way that Kiefer delivered that line, like it was I'm very. Wrong. It was very telling. I think that was a little bit of a turning point in, in Jack's character, and it, and it helped us. Even though we know Jack Bauer, obviously we know Jack Bauer. Yeah. But it just, even for me, gave me a little more of like an anchor into like who he is as a but character. But that's, yeah, that's his intention. That's mm-hmm. his vision to move forward to help other people, it, which is interesting, too, because we, we don't know what he's done in the past four years. Right. But chances are he has been helping, maybe not to this degree. It's a good reminder for but us. But it's a good reminder. Right. And he wanted to help her. He cares about her. However, yeah. he also knows we need to get over this. And I need to do my best to like help bring her back to like who can help me the well, most. Well, let's not overlook the one major thing here that that uh, he now shares something in common with Chloe because at the end of season one when he lost Terry, right. he felt very similar the same way. It shouldn't have been her. She shouldn't have died for yep. this. And also before we were talking about foreshadowing, and I think this happens to do with Audrey, where we're talking about the people that you've lost you can't help, but mm-hmm. he hasn't lost her yet. So I think that this is talking about yeah. maybe the people that are still around, you mm-hmm. have to help those. Uh, it could be foreshadowing. I actually was thinking about that too, but thinking that the the term, you know, you can't bring back the people, the ones you've lost can stand for people who've died and also stand for people that you've just, for whatever decisions you've made, mm-hmm. you've lost along the way. So I, I think that did even apply to Audrey and apply to just so many other, you know, times in 24, friends, colleagues that Perhaps. he lost. Mm-hmm. So I, that's the way I looked at it. But still yeah. a very, very big moment, big scene, really good job by both actors, Keith Sutherland and uh, Marilyn Ricecub. Uh, beautifully done. Uh, so, and then, uh, after that, they pretty much go back to Adrian Cross's place to, uh, try and figure out their next move. Uh, meanwhile, let's just talk a little bit also about <laughs> Kate and Eric, cause, uh, I'm really loving the Kate character, and mm-hmm. she definitely did some really, really cool things, uh, to try and hunt down Jack in this episode, in particular with Basher. Uh, well, first, first on that th- other thug trying to convince him to speak up about, uh, Jack, otherwise he was gonna, um, his laceration was going to keep swelling. Which who knows if that was true or not, but yeah. brilliant. But it yeah. great. I loved it. Good line. It sounded believable. Mm-hmm. I believed it. Me too. And then we, we talked last week. I mentioned last week that I really feel that Kate is like another Bauer. She's like a mini yeah. Bauer. And she definitely showed some Bauer moments. Yeah, I, I agree, but I'm a little worried. So I'm retracting my prediction from last week about mm-hmm. Eric Ritter potentially uh, being our mole. And I'm wondering if there's any way that Kate could not be good here. Because, Heck you know, no. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting a little Ooh. nervous about it because when Eric calls her out and says, how'd you miss this? How did you miss this? It could just be that she was so in love and in so deep that she doesn't even know or maybe she didn't miss it. I'm getting nervous. I kind of feel like that's like a massive breadcrumb that mm. they like laid there in that conversation as well. And mm-hmm. I kind of agree. No, 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 no. I wasn't thinking that way, but to be honest, now that you bring it up, that is a really, really interesting point because he Absolutely said, not. He said, you're sharp. <laughs> Why weren't you sharp about your husband? Right. Yeah, he, he, he gave her three compliments and he said that. I think she had a moment and I think she listened, like she heard what, she, what he said and she thought about it, and it was like she removed herself from the situation for a second. It was just like, I just, I, I, I just don't, I could not see it. I'm even thinking about it now. There's no way. Okay, Absolutely but also not. she's like a really reckless, ruthless character. Like a she's not Jack reckless. Bauer. She's calculated. Uh, calculated, yes. But I mean, like driving to the- She g- might be a little loose in the turns, like when she hit him and she said, no, he stays and yeah. things like that. But that was for a greater good. I think it was calculated because she knows there's a prize, which is Jack. 
which is more important. I just wonder if, like, if she does have something to hide, if she values her life a little bit less because she, like, has to cover something up. So she's like, if she gets killed by these, like, English gangsters, it's going to be okay. I don't know. That's deep. I'm not sure because I've been in situations before that if somebody else had been in them, I would look at them and say, how did you not get that, you know? But sometimes you are just in so deep. So I'm not positive. (laughs) Yeah. I, I just think that it's possible. Okay. All right. Well, fair enough. But I will say that I loved, you know, for a second we thought, I thought she was going to get all Bauer on, on Basher when she knocks him unconscious and it's going to bring him back to the CIA. It would seem like it. But I just thought, you know, as, instead of doing these really extreme interrogation tactics that Bauer does, I thought it was a really ingenious plan. Oh, that's very ingenious. Yeah. She did some research on him and found another the gang. Boys. Yeah, another gang that yeah. just didn't get along with him. And didn't you think it was so weird that when they, they drive over to these guys, none of them have guns and none of them start shooting? I just figured gangs if, if somebody rolled up in a black car and and sat there and it's then started England. rolling they down do and, things with t- tea and i don't know I'm just and crowbars <laughs> and, and crowbars things and tea. I, perhaps, <laughs> I just figured some gunshots were going to go off something was going to go wrong with this plan it was going to backfire there's nowhere somehow. to hide a gun in skinny jeans <laughs> it's a very valid point it was a very dramatic moment <laughs> <laughs> it was a very dramatic moment so i believe they were just drawing it out a little bit mm-hmm. but uh but still really really well done i really like that scene so um you know before we continue let me just bring up uh, iTunes. So those of you who have uh, subscribed to us, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We mentioned, uh, you know, we love the fact that we rated pretty high. Uh, and, you know, we want to do a really good job for you guys and we want to bring some good guests. So the best way to do that, you can definitely comment and rate uh, on iTunes for us. And like I said, we've seen a lot of stuff already. We'll do some shout outs. Oh, I had everything right. set up, but not anymore. Well, so. While you're looking for them, I just want to quickly mention I was reading all the iTunes comments and I saw that somebody commented that they were disappointed last week that we didn't mention uh, that scene with Jack where he says that you know, I bet you guys think I'm going to disadvantage right now, but I promise you that I'm not. Yeah. So I just wanted to shout that out because it was an amazing scene and it was deserving of <laughs> But I mention. promise you I'm not. I promise that you. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. I remember thinking awesome. like, ugh, yeah, yeah Jack. I was, I was well, like, you don't know Jack. Last what week was, was the a quote? little different. He goes up to the people and he, he's... You might think I'm outnumbered, but I'm yeah. not. But I promise you. Oh. But I promise, I promise you, you I'm, not. I'm, not. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I have a great memory. So that was actually, <laughs> I believe, that was uh, by Lang 2012. So, and, uh, you know, we, we mentioned a lot about the, uh, you know, past seasons. We talked a little bit. It was, it was kind of our intro and going into the two, uh, going into the first two episodes. So, you know, we're not going to do that. Obviously, we're, we're getting right into it right now. So I don't want to take too much time. But hopefully you'll give us more stars for that because he gave us not as many many stars uh d hoyt 47 harry 2455 <laughs> chocolate thunder the known mystery and rogue nine a they all rated us so okay so you're laughing for whatever reason. and on youtube thank you to siobhan 92 michael b cc3 dave 1555 danielle joiner uh nate puterbog it's like right. a tongue twister you are killing it right now yeah Rick, yeah I'm saying that one wrong. Rick, yeah, I don't know. Joseph, Joseph Ortiz, Robert Zellin, Super Taco Show. No, Super. Best name award goes super to Super Taco, taco Show. <laughs> Supero Taco totally, Show. Yeah. Taco Either way, show. it's awesome. Yep. And Taco Davis, in it. Uh, One No One Regrets, Boyd Lesher. That was me. The artist, <laughs> the artist formerly known as My Call C205, yep. An- Anthony Cancellieri. <laughs> Uh, Boyd Lesnar, Joseph Bosa. Joseph. Also, my there mom, the Academy, Harvey Weinstein. Sorry, I just want to do shout players. outs. No, just so you know, we read every single one of them, as you, as you mentioned. Also, somebody, uh, somebody mentioned, why don't we do a little recap, like 
saying exactly what happened in the episode, like for the first minute. And we, we taped the show like right after the show airs. So, you know, that sounds like really cool, but we wouldn't be able to do that. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you're watching a show right before as well. So don't you don't give need our a secrets recap. because we don't want to. Don't tell so, us how to do our jobs. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, thank you so much. I just wanted to give you guys shout outs because again, we talk about President Heller. Yes. We're going to talk I, about President Heller. We're going to talk about Mark and Audrey. Let's talk about them. That storyline really makes me uncomfortable. Which so, part? Um, okay, so Danny... Uh, is that his character's name? Is that your name? Danny is <laughs> his name. Um, Audrey's James husband. Heller. James Mark Mark, Mark. Mark. Rhymes Danny. Does he Mark. look like Danny to you? <laughs> yeah, they're white. Um... <laughs> Okay. Oh my All wipeable lookalike. The chief of staff, Mark Brodeur. Mark signing the presidential <laughs> order. Yeah. Is that like realistic that he could get away with that? I don't think he's no. going to get away with it. Um, so I think that's more, uh, in my opinion, that's you a prediction. You had a great prediction. Uh, tell it. What you told me while well, watching it. I, I think that he's not going to get away with it at first, but originally he's going to say that this was his signature. The president's going to say, no, it wasn't. And then Mark's going to come out with the fact that he has some sort of brain disease and yeah. everybody's going to think that the president actually signed and just doesn't remember. Excellent prediction. Um, that's brilliant. Thank yeah. you. I'll, I'll take it. But I'm actually just kind of bothered at this point that they just keep referring it to as the disease or the compromised state. Come on, guys. All okay, right, we're well, three hours in. I gotta know what's going on. Let's throw this out there. Maybe it's something completely different and the reason right. they're calling the disease is because it's something we know nothing about, about or is bigger than we think or far more minuscule than we think. Right. This takes place in the near future so it could be some disease they decided to come up with that Very true. Invented. Like or, 2015. You don't or, think they'll give it a name at any point? Well, maybe they'll give it a name. Don't forget also that uh, this isn't the first time that a president has been attacked by, by some kind of warfare, um, biological warfare, so maybe, maybe it's Something that's going to be led on to that. Who knows? They're trying to keep it open. No, but they're trying to keep it open, I think. I mean, the obvious choice would be Alzheimer's or Parkinson's. Those seem to be... Some form of adventure. I mean, he's not... Yeah, it's... I'm not a doctor, but I would assume my first gut would say Alzheimer's. Yeah, and I think most people would agree with you, but that could be... It could be nothing, but it also could be intentional. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of curious to see, but I think that's a great prediction on your part that it could... You know, that that's what's going to happen is he's going to blame it on that you don't remember that you said that. I'm starting to hate Mark. Yeah, I was going to say, is Mark a good guy or a bad? I'm guessing he's a bad guy because he seems to be doing everything. Good guy gone wrong. Yeah, he's like the bad guy with good intentions. Mm. Mm. As we've seen 24 do before, this could be one of those things where they want you to kind of not really like him, Mm. and then you love him because he does something very heroic. And well, because he loves Audrey so much, and he took care of her for all these years, and maybe he does something at the end of the day to save her. Yeah, he's like the helicopter mom. Like, yeah, you love your kid, but like, let her let him play. I know. I think Mm. deep down. His intentions are good. I think he's making small decisions along the way Mm. that are questionable because he wants to get to the goal of really protecting the president. However, uh, that's what Jack Bauer does all the time, and we love Jack Bauer. But but forging the president's signature is not a Jack Bauer move. Jack Bauer would have 100% if that's what it took to prevent these drones from attacking Lenny. He would forge the president's signature. His thing is always saying, I think, directions from the president. But Jack does it to save the country. Mark is doing it because that's what he thinks is bad. But you know what? No, No, Roxy brings a good point because whenever he needs the president's permission, he never just lies and says he has it. He always calls the president. That's true. It's like the ultimate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's he, his that's ultimate moral code. He does sometimes go against the president, but only if the president is somebody who is lying to But even if he does, he'll tell the yeah. president. Right. He'll, like, tell the president. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mr. Um, president. Yeah, I had yeah, to because yeah. blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I just couldn't afford the, the risk of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I can <laughs> see that. Yeah. But when he signed the president of the United States' name, I was like, 
Oh no, she didn't. Yeah, he signed it kind of easy too. Like he's done that before. Mm. It was very good. They zoomed in on it to give us that shot of like that was easy for him. That was the weirdest part to me was how quickly he made that decision. You know, all of a sudden it's just sitting there. He's like, "Mm, cake. You know what I found interesting? It's like first he's keeping a secret from. Both of them. He's keeping them secret. Uh, he's keeping Jack Bauer secret from both of them. Then Audrey walks in and he has this little, you know, pow pow with her where he's like, I want you to do me this favor. So he's kind of like keeping a secret from James, from the president by making Audrey do all the dirty work. And then next thing you know, he decides to sign off on, uh, it's like, it's like he's just full of tons, so many little hidden secrets and agendas. <laughs> but I think all of them, I think I agree with you, uh, Danny, that all of them are, they're for the greater good. They're for kind of his greater good, but they all, are with the best intentions. He's yeah. just very questionable at what he does. Do you but think... The, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Is, is any part of this potentially that he's nervous about Jack's relationship with Audrey and that they could rekindle something so he's trying to keep well, Jack he away? He mentioned that last week. He mentioned that he doesn't want her to hear his name ever again. Right, but right. because he's nervous they might rekindle or because he's nervous it might spe- send her into some sort of downward spiral? Mm. Uh, ooh. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know if he <laughs> thinks they're going to rekindle, <laughs> but I think he's definitely going to be a, like a massive wrench in their relationship. We found out that tonight is not going as well as I like. And, and right. I think, and I think his relationship with her also affects his relationship with the president because, like yeah. we saw this, uh, like we saw just now, he can use Audrey to help him get his agenda with the president. Yeah. And if you notice, the president said, Audrey, go tell your husband, you know, so he still thinks of this as Audrey's husband. Yeah. yeah. Well, he even said when she walked up, he said, well, I was waiting for you to already come in, you know, to uh, to try and talk me out of this. Right. But so what do we think is going on in their relationship? So they're husband and wife, and we find out tonight, Audrey's like, oh, things are great. That was a awkward. beautiful moment. Yeah. It's fine. A- absolutely. <laughs> and then later on, she says, you're so controlling, you're always trying to make decisions for other people that aren't yours to make hmm. uh I'm, that's referring to things that we clearly don't know about so far right what, what's going on there any thoughts I, I, yeah i think that he's like the right hand man to the president and he's got a massive head and like delusions of grandeur and so he like carries that with him everywhere hmm. okay I think we see that from the chief of staff a lot. I mean, the chief of staff is a very powerful position. We've seen that uh, in in past seasons of Twenty Four. There are other shows like Scandal, where the chief of staff uh, Cyrus is a very Cyrus is very uh, manipulative, very mm-hmm. manipulative, very big character. So I, I think it's just a it's just almost a stereotypical uh, trait. Yeah, for the chief, of, for of, the staff. chief of staff. <laughs> I, I kind of believe that. So and, and again, mm. you know, even like in Scandal, Cyrus is a perfect example. He does things for the for the greater good in in the end, but he definitely wants to protect the president protect himself mm-hmm. make sure make sure the president's always reelected and he's in power as well yeah right right now I, yeah it's very hard to take sides right now because i don't know whether the president's condition is so bad that he shouldn't be where he is so i don't know whether i'm on his team but you know he says tonight having enemies means you stood up for something as churchill quote and i'm i'm like oh go team heller and then i'm realizing Oh gosh, he could completely be in this state, and I'm and I'm giving him too much credit. Well, he'll, so. you could name the wrong president again, the wrong Roosevelt, and or, or the wrong amount of people who died. Here's yeah. one one thing I wanted to see tonight that we didn't see, and I was a little frustrated about when President Heller is standing there and they started shouting mm-hmm. at him in the room. I thought this was a great chance for us to see if he is on his game enough as mm. president to stay president. I agree. But we just don't not. know now. And we didn't see either. Right. It didn't go either way. It didn't give me a, 
it's either been, way. And now it's been too much time, so it's not like we could see it. In it's the, not like we could see it in the next I episode. We could see it aftermath, I guess. I thought that was very improper. It's very <laughs> improper English, people. You're that's, right. That's kind of how their parliament works, so it's lots of shouting. Oh, really? Okay. You've seen other videos of it, like in live action. Oh, I, I didn't just, know that. I'm completely with you on that. I was bummed because I thought this was a great place for them to make a statement, and mm. they could show us either he can do this, or right now he can, and then yeah. later on he deteriorates, or he clearly cannot handle this. I really wanted to know. Yeah. And you can assume I, you can assume that nothing gets resolved as far as that's concerned, because I'm sure once the riot started, they probably we, we didn't get to see that, but I'm mm-hmm. sure they just stopped everything from going on in Parliament. I was really mad too because he's a seasoned politician. Mm-hmm. He's had that happen before. You have to assume, and when mm-hmm. you are getting heckled, you don't just continue with your speech and try to talk over them. You address them. Yeah. I well, it didn't show know. him. It didn't show him continuing or addressing them. It just cut off. Well, he continued yeah. after the first one, and then and the then second stopped. person commented. Yeah, and I guess that's he, true. And then it cut to. So uh, we didn't see either. And I just wanted. I really wanted to see like what he was going to do there. I feel that we will definitely see. I mean, this is maybe a prediction, but we'll see a defining moment for President yeah. Heller that proves yeah. how presidential. Well, he I don't really know is. if it's going to come in hour four though. I think uh, they might drag it out a little bit longer. They probably will drag it out a little bit. But I definitely see him. I mean, he like like you said, he says all the right things, even if he messes up right. a fact or two. I almost feel like you know Audrey made a great point. She feels like he's kind of berating him a little bit and, and downplaying him, but he still, for all intents and purposes, seems to at least have that presidential air about him. Him, James Heller. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I want to mention about the the B story, I suppose, is the fact that uh, that the uh, I can't remember his officer title, but Tanner is uh, coming over to the U.S. embassy to be handed off to the to the British. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which is obviously a big a big deal, right? And Kate finds out that Tanner is it's a name that's now in the mix. And, it's in the mix, and she doesn't know what that means or if what had to do with the drones. And she or was if about to find out, right? She's on her way to finding out, but Tanner's definitely going in and. And the protesters have tripled in size yeah. since the announcement uh, about the drone attack. They got a uh, lot of extras fires. for that scene. They got a lot of extras. A lot of English actors are there for that. So, and and um, yeah, so I, I love John Boyega. By the way, uh, somebody posted in, in one of the comments, but I think it was just announced this week, he's actually in the cast for the new Star Wars movie. So, oh, John right. Boyega, yeah, I did see that comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe that's for news and gossip, but that's uh, that's definitely, a, a, you know, my man, John Boyega. I think he's just awesome. So, uh, anyway, so let's move from them. Let's move over to Simone and Margo. Let's talk a little bit more about them, because we get to see when Simone finally escapes uh, Bauer. He runs over, and Margo has his classic supervillain uh, hobby of gardening. <laughs> when yeah. Simone comes up to she's um, a meters. woman, <laughs> no, I've seen other gardeners do that too, or other other villains do that too. Like in Dexter, the woman who gar- well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I can picture the it. Monster Husky. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she's uh, oh yeah, yeah, coincidentally, um, <laughs> that's funny. She's scary. She scares me. Uh, when we Marta finally scares the mess yeah, out of me. She completely scares me when she's on screen. I think that she's going to take a needle and stab somebody's eye out. I, I agree. Mean, I thought she was going to kill Simone I, on the bed for a second. I, I was yeah. like, I thought she was going to damage her leg permanently. Like take the yeah, knee. or she was going to like tie it up and be like, how does that feel? Another yeah. scene. Another stitches. scene. You jumped up. I mean, the stitches were okay. Little... That was a terrifying scene. <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> up close because oh, excuse me. I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm throwing my mic everywhere. Margo is a crazy, unpredictable character. Mm-hmm. She has joined the um like a middle eastern terrorist group and is that correct no yeah i was just gonna say yeah, to give it was background. al-qaeda she so, she uh oh. she married a al-qaeda commander 
So she had a husband, mm-hmm. and her husband mm-hmm. died. He died. And yeah. it was the father of her children. She has another husband who was part of Al-Qaeda who was killed three years ago. And right. that's who you're referring to now. Yeah, so she... Muhammad. Just, Muhammad, yeah. We just don't... She's so unpredictable, and she's terrifying. So when she was sewing up her daughter's mm. leg and, like, interrogating mm. her, it was just, like, this, like, terrifying dynamic that I'd never seen on TV before. Right, mm. and accusing her of making mistakes, you know? Yeah. And then the conversation she has with Naveed... If it was, was like Naveed- back to back we see her as this controlling person of power who nobody's gonna mess with mm-hmm. mm. but also like I feel like she's gonna kill somebody her, maybe her child maybe Naveed oh yeah Naveed. at some point Naveed well, she's, willing, so she's plotting to kill takes. lots of people you just can't kill everybody in your circle though Margot <laughs> well, she hasn't Don't killed anybody. We, she hasn't killed anybody yet. It's just a prediction. So, and she hasn't. She it doesn't seem like she's ready to kill Naveed yet. Uh, right. Well, no, but I'm wondering if this video camera. Do we think it has sound? Because if she just heard what Naveed said, that he's feeling hesitant about all this, he's dead. Well, and also she did say, if my mother catches you drinking. If she's got a camera over the bed, she's got a camera in the bedroom, and she's mm. seeing him pull that whatever flask, whatever but out of the towel cabinet. She's just like a troll freak. Like, what is? Was he an ex-alcoholic? Is or it a religion? Just, I thought it was it a religious thing. thing. I, oh. I could be very wrong. I thought it was something in the Muslim religion about not drinking. About not drinking. Did I make that up? I don't know. I'm possible. not sure. Well, if she, you guys know at home, please let us know. Yeah. Well, I mean, she is. I'll go back to the Quran. She is for, since she's Al Qaeda. She must be Muslim. So I'm, I'm sure there must be uh, something there. Oh, I like studied in college. <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> I thought you were making. A, I thought I was making a joke. No, you're good. Actually, I was very disappointed that Margot is part of Al Qaeda because I said last episode, "Oh, I'm so happy we're like getting over Middle Eastern like I terrorists," know. and yet here it is. Well, she still has. Uh, I mean, obviously, the attack that she's doing is on England, and she's English, so I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's slightly different. Yeah, slightly different, but it's it's from a Middle Eastern sect. Yeah. I guess the Middle Eastern terrorist. But it's group. also relative because if it was just. If it was just British, it wouldn't feel relative to, like, what is going on today. Mm-hmm. Mm. So there's got to be a tie because then it feels like it's, you know, loosely based on what's really happening in the world, which I appreciate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I do Capitalizing love- on our, our fears. I'm sorry, like no, drones. No. Yeah. There was a, a news article this weekend that a drone flew, like, over a plane, like, over the wing of a plane. Oh, and really? that's terrifying close. A commercial airliner. No, so, like, well, drones are in the news every day. They do a good job of really... Picking topics, uh, 24 has always done a good job of picking topics that are very relevant and, mm-hmm. and could provide some fear if you really think about it. It had a black president. It. Yeah. Well, and they foresee certain things too. Mm-hmm. I, I do love the, um, the backstory <laughs> that they, they give. We mentioned it pretty much, but the backstory they gave, uh, Margot, they called her the Yorkshire widow. Uh, I guess because of what happened to the first husband. But I think I think the most important motivation that they had was the attack that killed her second husband, Mohammed al-Harazi, uh, was implemented by President Heller. Right. So that adds a little extra personal vengeance on, uh, you know, this assassination rumor that uh, Jack said was uh, possibly going to happen uh, from the first season, from the first episode. So, uh, and again, she's willing to do whatever it takes. She's willing to sleep. Even though they're Muslim, they're willing to sleep with uh, other men to, yeah. um, you know, to spy on, to get information, to to further their cause. She talks to uh, Naveed about um, it being okay for Simone to be deep and undercover, even if it means she has to sleep with another man. And uh, and those creepy cameras. Yeah. That creepy camera over the bed. Yeah. Super creepy. Some people have mirrors on top of their bed. She has a camera on top of her daughter's bed. She says, we're fighting a war. All that matters is winning. And I believe her that that's mm. what she thinks. You know, um, when a character straight up tells you what they're the only thing that matters to them, you have to believe the absolute worst, which is that she doesn't care about 
anyone or anything else as much as she cares about winning this yep. war. Yeah. yeah. And that's a great, well, that's a great villain for this series, for yeah. this yeah. part of the series at least. And and also, we got to see a little bit about their plan too. We saw some video screens with the targeting already set up for the drones once they get it activated. They're going to have mm-hmm. to wait yeah. at least an hour to confirm the system since I guess uh, Derek Yates is using an outdated system. Yeah, an outdated, or, or it, doesn't, yeah, it doesn't match but, or loop in, right? Yeah. But they had pretty Do it much they're targeting uh, Buckingham Palace, 10 Downing Street, uh, Charing Cross Station, which we were at for the, the whole um, Simone Chase, Liverpool Street Station. So all these very um, like public places and House of Parliament. So so mm-hmm. very, um, very relative. prestigious, relative yeah. places over in England that could be under Crucial. attack if uh, if Margot has her way. So uh, so what if all these places? I mean, are we going to have multiple drone? I don't even know how that much. works. Didn't they well, say it had it was capable of ten Hellfire missiles? Six, six yeah. missiles, six missiles, okay. and I counted six locations. So apparently, oh, okay. this they just need one drone with six Hellfire. Fire missiles and London's not that big a place. It, it made just... me think of in Iron Man when they have that's a good uh, noise. that one. <laughs> yeah, that's really whatever good. that whatever like that, that thing. The health it was health it was called Hellfire also, wasn't it? It sounds like Tony what, Stark's thing yeah. that was like went up and was just uh, like. I don't know. <laughs> It might have been Hellfire. Anyways, now you're that's bragging what it made me with that of. noise. I was like a with... guest star. <laughs> it was wasn't a... it like. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Playing the part of it's sound fun. effects for this show is Danny Hoyt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so really, really, uh, good stuff. Can't wait to see some more with, uh, with all of them, with Margot mm-hmm. and Simone. And I really think, well, we'll save it for predictions, but Navid, Navid, poor Navid. Oh, Navid. Oh, poor we'll Navid. Second, or we'll if see. Navid doesn't get killed, he could also be like a great informant. For Kate or Bauer, oh, it could be possible, and then he get can, killed, and he then get killed. He will not make it to the finale. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's drinking so heavily because he's got so much on his mind. Yeah, so yeah, he didn't really seem to care much about the fact that his wife was sleeping with other people. He goes, "That's not what's that's bothering not me." That's yeah. like that such like a classic, like biblical, like Old Testament thing. Like I believe they have Abraham and like the Muslim religion, and he would do that with his wife Sarah all the time, like send like, her out. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. I don't know about that, but that's weird. But I still think, yeah, if someone's drinking, you figure it's because their wife's sleeping with somebody else yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah, kind of gave a foreshadowing mm-hmm. there. But he's having nightmares about he's having nightmares about people dying. So, uh, yeah, I would think I would think if I was a terrorist in that group I would be a little bit nervous about Naveed right mm-hmm. now. Right. What do we think about Cinema. the brother? Wild card? Totally dedicated? I don't to feel cause. like I got a good read yeah. on him at all. Yeah. Other than he's smart and he knows what he's doing. His whole, I will say this. His setup was phenomenal. Yeah. His, his little lair and then the thing that I noticed is his thinking chair. Every man needs a good thinking chair. Oh. His chair. Not women, though. They we don't need thinking chairs. Exactly. We I don't know if you feet. guys even care about that. I've never <laughs> met a woman that's cared to have a thinking chair as, like, as what was his? super elaborate. It was like a throne. Go back and look at it. If anybody else noticed this, his chair was, like, legit. Do you guys have a amazing. thinking chair? No, I, I mean, have a thinking chair. I, I thought mm-hmm. I've had the same thinking chair, chair for leg, actually. I've had the same thinking chair for ten years now. I'm a thinking floor girl. I used to I have, have one. Okay, I'm in the market for one. Oh god, Ooh. good thinking chair. I'm Can not, you recommend for him now? I found one that I love. The one oh, this is stupid, but the one that I love the most was in Africa, and I couldn't buy it and ship it back because it cost like four hundred dollars. So I didn't do it. I will go back and get it one day. I though. need a thinking chair now. I've been yep. using the toilet Mark all the time. Like, all right, next up. Ha 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 ha. I think a lot of people do that. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So that's my uh, that's plan B. Anyway. <laughs> so this episode, pretty much all all roads are leading to the U.S. Embassy. So that's where the trail goes. That's where President Heller is about to make his big speech. That's where Jack feels he needs to go since he could not get the uh, suitcase that's from Kate's Simone. on her way to... Kate's on her way to, to yeah. uh, talk to Tanner because she feels that's the connection right there. So all roads are leading there. And what we didn't 
didn't really get to talk about, but now's a perfect time to talk about. Uh, before Jack goes to the embassy, he runs uh, back over to Adrian's uh, lair to Mr. WikiLeaks, Mr. Uh, Wikileaks himself. himself, and he convinces Adrian to uh, to help him. We believe at the time, Adrian's a bully, and a- he but is Adrian's, the bully but Adrian's the line back was awesome. Has anyone ever mentioned your rather rude habit of asking for favors accompanied by a gun? Yes. yes. That's that. so that's so Jack Bauer. That's telling of Jack Bauer. I love that. We've never really seen Jack need to use please before. And but now, he did say Mr. Cross. He yeah. kind of like yes. he came underneath his authority was like Mr. Cross. Well, after after yeah. he got yes. that little uh, talking down to he realized, <laughs> okay, Cross. maybe I should try a different tactic but with this guy. I was liking him because I thought that he was just holding his own ground and whatever, mm. but now I think he's a bully and he's hurting Jack and I hate him. Well, yeah, he obviously he gave. Uh, yeah. He gave. And that was my wine cr- for the night. He gave. That was your wine for the night. Yeah, it was, it was my whiny voice. But I'm serious. Anybody who's not a fan of Jack's is, is not somebody I'm well, a fan of. When Jack finds out he put in the wrong code, Jack. Is, oh, he's Adrian's done. Mm-hmm. If if Jack has a chance to get back there because the way things are going, it's we like, might never see Adrian. But I, but if Jack finds that out and they play Adrian back into this, Adrian's done. Why do you think he did that? I think he's done with Jack. He doesn't want to see him Because anymore. Jack has took Chloe out of Adrian's, whatever their little organization is called. What was it called again? I don't remember. I can't but remember But Jack right took Chloe away from it. He's kind of breaking it up. He killed Yates. Like, the, mm. there is, he's kind of dis, disbarring his whole thing there. So it's all ego. That's what you're saying. Yeah. It's all I think ego. Adrian is a 100% ego guy. ego, but Adrian and his, like, merry band, they're typing and they're hacking and doing what they believe is, like, the public good, mm-hmm. and Jack is disrupting that. It's kind yeah. of two hands on for them. They like to just release information and then let the public do what they yeah. want with it, not make plans and make decisions for everybody else. Um, question about, we see the girl that uh, is actually changes the code. She right. doesn't want to. Her yeah. name is Shell, I believe. C-H-E Okay. Um, and anyway, she is what? What do we think? You know, I, she seemed hesitant about this. Does she end up being Team Jack? Does she go to she's Chloe? She's Team Jack. Is she's going to be like Chloe's little partner in crime. I think she's going to come out and her and Chloe will be like a tag team. I don't know. I, I think agree. now that Chloe now that Chloe noticed that Adrian double-crossed, I think Chloe's just going to go on her own. She has the equipment. We've seen and her ready to do comes. on her own. I think that girl comes with. You think she yep. joins her? Yep. Okay. I think you can see it in her eyes. All yep. right. Interesting. Yeah, she kind of she mm-hmm. had the raised eyebrows. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want this to happen. No, <laughs> so Chloe has the lowered eyebrows. She has and the raised... got like the. I don't know because Adrian, Adrian has his own has his own agenda and his own. <laughs> you know, he's the WikiLeaks guy, so he's he's probably a charismatic leader anyway. He's just more pissed off, like I said, ego that Jack Bauer comes in and just like you know takes over his. Well, operation. he doesn't want a boss. That's why he works like that too. Yeah, that's well, probably. And he doesn't know uh, Jack the way that Chloe does, so he doesn't trust him. Mm. Right. But uh, anyways, we got to we got to cut this a little bit uh, short soon. Let's so let's go to what Jack actually goes to security and finds out they finds out he's going to be flagged he walks off we talked a little bit about him dropping the bag that was part of his cover yeah and he ends up just knocking out this police officer taking his gun putting it under his coat taking one off thing his jacket, to say when he drops the bag if the documents that he needed to get into into the embassy to get to president heller are in that bag he either took them out and put them in his pocket or there's some other plan because once he gets in the embassy, he's got to no, no, have the documents. The documents were a ploy. It was no, a ploy. I thought the documents were to prove to President no, Heller that the, the drones exist. No, the screen grab that the drones exist. exist yeah. Because oh, okay. Chloe found a screen grab from Yates' computer right. that the drones oh. exist. Remember so he said that he needed That's the only proof, proof they could Either get. he took it or he's just improvising and he figures he can still convince I think it's in his pocket. Oh, it might be in his pocket. I think it was in the it's bag and, in, and he's going to just he go there on a web. He could pull up on his phone. He could pull up on his phone probably. Secondly... Yeah. Can we talk about the precision of Jack Bauer? You got a gun under your jacket. You're running, not looking. It's under jacket, and yeah. you precisely shoot people in the not legs only, where it's not going to hurt not them. Not only that, but he shot I mean, two innocents. I mean, put them. in the leg. It's not. It's not really going to hurt them. <laughs> 
I, I, I was a little surprised. I mean, I know he's willing to do whatever it takes, but I don't think I've ever seen him shoot innocence like that. So. I was thinking maybe at oh, the no, ground. Oh, no, he shot what's-his-name in the knee, didn't he? Or stabbed him in the thing. Well, he made, wife. Pen. He made Chloe pen. shoot him in, uh, innocently in the shoulder. That's Yeah, exactly. But, so. uh, I think that this scene, though, sorry to cut you off, is yeah. was so like uh, thrilling to watch because now this is the first season. It takes place in London, a foreign country, and like we... It's just such a heightened experience. There's mass mm. chaos. Everybody's yeah. just like cattle started and, running. And, uh, Kate and Eric are experiencing mm-hmm. this because they don't have complete control. And she spots him. Yeah. And she says, Bauer, and he turns around. I'm like, Bauer, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. He's the only one. She's the only one that knows his name. So, of yeah. course, I turn around. Yeah, and like, he's not just like killing a couple people in America, which would be bad. But it's like in England, which could start. Like, but he didn't kill him. He just shot him in the leg. He just wounded him enough that it causes panic but in the But that guy's cause like, you know, foreign affairs problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they didn't know he did it. That's why he did it under the jacket. Yeah, true. Yeah, and he gets <laughs> to sneak. He gets to sneak through, and he gets inside. And uh, as as the trailer for next week said, it was it was difficult lo- getting difficult in. Difficult getting in, but it's kind of close to a miracle to get out. So yeah. uh, it's going to be very very interesting to see. A good teaser. And and what I loved about next week's episode, at least the the clips, it seemed very classic. 24 kind of reminded me of oh, so yeah. many other ones where it's like this one hour that's his mission to get to Heller and get the hell out of there and we saw him talking to uh, Tanner and some other stuff too so equally as big of a teaser we see Audrey learn that Jack Bauer exists mm-hmm. yes and that's the and it could one. be editing but I don't think so I think we she actually learns it next week and and also President Heller I believe learns yeah. it yeah. So since cute. we are talking about stuff that's happening according to the trailer for next week we should go on to predictions Heck yeah. Now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. Okay, so what do we have so far? Who wants to go first? I'm just going to leave it open. Go ahead, Roxy. Roxy, Um, We see Jack talking to Tanner. Obviously, we can assume that he's Mm -hmm. trying to get him Mm -hmm. out. That's the whole plan. Um, I already predicted this thing is going to... About the signature, unfortunately, people are going to follow it until they figure out that the signature was forged. I love that. Um, That's my prediction. Okay. Mm -hmm. Danny, what do you got? Uh, I had a prediction earlier that I cannot remember right now. It was my my big prediction. I said it earlier. (laughs) <laughs> I'm okay, while totally you're thinking but, yeah. um, I don't know if it'll happen in episode 4 next week but I foresee a moment where Kate finally catches Jack Bauer and it's just like the two of them one on one and she's like I'm bringing you back I've got you as a trophy and he's like listen this 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 needs to happen because they're gonna kill President Heller and they either team up or she says okay fine go so, you think she turns into team Jack yeah, and I think I don't know if maybe they'll team up, but I think she'll like set him on his way to go like save the world. Actually, I was gonna I was gonna say I think they team up. I think this is the only way he can get out yep. that miracle. He's gonna have to team up with somebody, so it makes the most sense for Kate to join him. And I think what Kate's gonna do is end up going rogue and, and getting away from Eddie, and she's gonna end up being an outlaw as well mm. on on the run as well. Two predictions: Chloe, Chloe thing, leaves. Yeah, yeah with, Shell comes with Chloe. Chloe leaves. Uh-huh. Uh, Adrian and Adrian's either killed or whatever. And he's not gonna be a factor in the rest of the season, in my opinion. And second prediction is Navid is a mole. No, yeah, that that might be true, but the Chloe prediction you had was about her kids and the, it actually being um Yeah, no, I do think that's going to be, but that's later. I think that'll be like episode oh, okay. six or seven. Okay. Do you think Navid's a mole next episode? Not next episode, but I think that's coming, and that's that's why we saw him drinking. That's why he played into this episode. A mole or gets turned. Mm. Either one. I think I think, I think Navid is gonna... a wild card. We are. You're worried about. I think he's dying. I honestly think he's dying. Turn then dying. Yeah, turn and turn and oh, dying. There you man. go. Man. Anyway, till turn uh, down for what? 
<laughs> for death. So, Roxy, where can, we, where can we find you, Roxy, during the week? If we you can to. find me on Instagram and Twitter at Roxy Stryer. Awesome. And Danny, where can we find you? On the, all the social medias at my name, Danny Hoyt. Okay, great, Jeff. And I tweet from Jeff Masters one Beautiful. And uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. And here on AfterBuzz for other shows as well as you three on various shows. Please tune in. Please check in on all our other shows. Uh, otherwise, tune in next Monday, 10 o'clock Pacific, for our next episode of 24, Live Another Day. Thank you. Cheers, mate. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Hi, Mom. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.